0: Hi, welcome to this episode of Author Eke. I'm Travis Davis, your host. Tell us your story. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Author Eke. Today, uh, I've got Mark James, uh, and he's going to talk about his books. We kind of write similar type books. I don't do too much dystopian. I think I live in that already. And uh, he does more the political thrillers. But I'm going to let him go ahead and introduce himself. We do publish by the same author, Defiance Press. And so I'll let him introduce himself, and we're going to kind of take it from there. If anybody has seen my podcast, it's not rehearsed, no script. We'll take whatever uh, interests us to talk about. So, Mark, take it away.
1: Well, uh, thank you for having me. I'm Mark James. Um, this is my new book, Friendship Games. So, that's where I'll plug that real quick. <laughs>
0: awesome. Plug it uh, again.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I guess I'll give you real quick my background. Um, I'm originally from Baltimore, Maryland. There's the Maryland flag, the obligatory Maryland flag. Uh, and uh, I moved around a lot as a kid. My stepdad was a car mechanic, uh, had a garage in Baltimore City. My mom worked for Ford Motor Credit, so um, was mostly a secretary. They had a dream to move to Florida. So when they got married, I was probably like five or six when they got married. Uh, and so... He left the gas station to one of his brothers, when he moved to Tampa, Florida, and huh? uh, opened, a, he opened a transmission shop eventually. Um, that was kind of a boom and bust.
0: Right, right, <laughs> well, yeah.
1: And then his brother, apparently, in Baltimore, um, thought he could handle the books himself, and they got a little bit of trouble with uh, the IRS, apparently. <laughs> so we had to move should around have changed a bit. Your
0: name. should have changed <laughs> your name. You should have changed your name.
1: Right. Didn't do that. <laughs> right. We should have. Right. Yeah. But I uh, ended up moving back to Maryland eventually. Um, I moved around, like I said, moved around a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I, when I graduated high school, I uh, joined the Navy and uh, did that for um, six years. I was uh, stationed in Hawaii. So that was nice. Oh, uh, okay. in, a P3, in a P3 squadron. So I was a supply guy. Um, and then from there we deployed to Japan, Guam, the Aleutian islands up in, up in, you know, Alaska. So then after that, I used a GI Bill, went to college, and I'm still there. So this is my office.
0: <laughs> Excellent.
1: I'm a I'm a geographer, so I teach geography mostly,
0: yeah. Oh, interesting. I yeah. love that. I mean, that's something that really – I was a scout in the Army, so I really oh, – Okay. – me yeah. in topology and topological oh, yeah. stuff. And my son was a geospatial guy.
1: Oh, the right. So there so you was, go. Wow. Oh,
0: yeah. yeah. So it's a, you know, it's a thing like – so I – when I was in the Army, I went to the University of Maryland. For a oh, bit, cool. Okay. Remote type thing. Yeah. So, it was the kind of connection yeah. my mom from Baltimore. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, I went to Towson
1: in Baltimore, and then from there, other places, <laughs> excellent, Alabama excellent. for my masters, and I uh, oh. taught at Texas A&M for a year. That was oh, really okay. Yeah, that was really uh, cool.
0: I got a friend of mine who uh, went there to get his um, doctorate in military history. Years oh, Years ago. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah, from the okay. army. Yeah. Yeah. So, why? Hey, how many books do you have? About
1: I have two now. Um, so the first one was Alter Road, which I could grab real quick yeah, to show you.
0: Heck yeah. <laughs> Plug right. away, man. This is what it's all about.
1: <laughs> Alter Road. Sorry, there we go. That's the first book. Uh, and then it's a sequel, but it's but it's gonna be read a, separately. It's friendship games. And mm-hmm. I did that on purpose. Um, I didn't you know I didn't want them to, to be completely mm-hmm. right. So I wanted to be able to be read separately. Um, they,
0: And that's they difficult, don't. right? Because how much do you reintroduce okay. the characters in subsequent books? Right? Yes. Yeah. You almost did the same thing all in the first book. You want to be able to you know, put it together because so, you want people to go back and learn about the characters from the origination of the characters.
1: Right. But actually what I did, so I would have a limited number of characters that carry mm-hmm. over. So I actually mm-hmm. switched to a whole other group of people with okay. these other characters that are there, but they're not main characters in the first book. Okay. If that makes sense. And so, yes. but, and they, even in this one, they're not necessarily main characters either, but uh, I mean, it's the president still the, the, the same and the right? Right. vice president, all that. So, um, but the other, the main characters have, have shifted. So okay. the first book, first book, Alter Road. Uh, so I just got, I have this idea of where I want to go eventually. Um, mm. So um, I guess, so I guess I should give you a, you know, why I'm kind of writing when I'm writing. Yes. <laughs> um, you know, so you you and I are children of the Cold War, and the Cold War ended in 1991. And it was, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, I grew up with the East Germany and the West Germany, and I, I used to guard the
0: East West German border. That's my job. That's that's, to, that's amazing. That. Wow. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. That's that's pretty. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So when the the Cold War ended, uh, it, was, it was kind of a shock. Great, a really good one, a good shock, mm-hmm. you know, to be sure. And America was left as kind of a the main superpower, the only superpower in the world at the time. Of course, mm-hmm. since then we have the rise of China. So the world's changed a lot since yes. the nineteen, say, nineteen eighties, mm-hmm. uh, and dramatically as well. So one mm-hmm. of the things that that I think, uh, and I guess because I'm I, one of the things that led me in the geography as well. Uh, just the idea of changing borders is something mm-hmm. that is fascinates me uh, this is me an example like uh, I mean Crimea is in the news in Ukraine but people our age in Crimea grew up in the Soviet Union and then that collapsed. and then they're in an independent Ukraine mm-hmm. and then they they hold a referendum to secede from Ukraine and join Russia and now they're in Russia so mm-hmm. three different countries without moving <laughs> so right. you live in the same house but you live right. under three live in three different countries.
0: Exactly. So the same as uh you know East Germany, right? They were yeah, part of yeah, well, some of it was part of Poland, right? right. Or, or, yeah. or or and then now it's you know Prussia, or Prussia or whatever. Yeah. Now yeah. it's it was part of Russia, part of Germany. Yep. it became part of the East Bloc, East Germany, yep. And it became yep. over back into Western Germany, same with, with Czechoslovakia, yep. and, yeah, and Rhineland, uh, all all this uh, then, the change of, of people. The, the change the of borders, not the change of people.
1: Right, and then there's uh, Yugoslavia, right? The breakup of Yugoslavia, exactly. and, and so of course the, the wars that happened there as well. But yeah. um, I just that just fascinates me how uh, mm-hmm. borders can change. I mean, that's that's the the story of mankind, of course. But right. um, we're just we're just we're just kind of taught that borders are static and they stay that way forever. Mm-hmm. But obviously they don't. Anyone who had, you know has a just a rudimentary his, uh, understanding of history in yes. Europe, the yep. you know the, those historical atlases and the like, could see oh, how yeah. rapidly borders change and so we've seen several new countries in our lifetime. I mean the mm. most recent is South Sudan. So and there's there's a bunch of other states out there that are de facto independent. Uh mm. Abkhazia, South Ossetia, uh you know places like that. Um mm. Kurdistan and northern Iraq, so they're not necessarily officially recognized, um but they exist and they mm. are de- they're basically they independent. There's uh Somaliland in northern right. Somalia that's thriving as an independent country that nobody yep. recognized
0: <laughs> a lot, so, uh, so so that's what
1: up. yeah so that's what kind of so that i guess that just I, i'm trying to explore those mm-hmm. themes um as oh, i go cool. forward and uh I, so with alter road um so alter road really is about uh i want to bring home some things that happen overseas um you know conflicts um mm-hmm. interesting conflicts for one uh kind of Economic, economic, and social breakdown, mm-hmm. uh, refugee crises, things like that, and so Alta Road is in Detroit, based in Detroit, and Detroit. If anyone knows, has ever been in Detroit, um, it is it's like being it's like Roman ruins. The whole city, but these are industrial, mm-hmm. industrial ruins. So the city. Well, got these is, uh,
0: old manufacturing, the car assembly lines oh, yeah, are yeah. huge, but they're empty.
1: It, totally empty. It's yeah, beautiful brick yeah.
0: buildings, and they're empty.
1: Yeah. Many houses, yeah. even downtown's got skyscrapers that are completely empty now. So it's kind of a dystopian landscape, I think. Uh,
0: mm-hmm.
1: And so I wanted to... Nothing against so
0: Detroit, to, people. Nothing right, gets exactly.
1: People. Nothing against Detroit. Detroit's actually... Pretty cool yeah, city. It yeah, it is a cool city.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, and so and I, I used to live there too for a little while. But um, the anyway, so I want to explore. So that's, that city has kind of faced an economic decline over mm-hmm. the last 50 years. Uh, and it's kind of been left on its own this people have to leave to find jobs in many cases so it's half the population that it once was that's why mm-hmm. you have so many abandoned factories and houses and things like that and so i wanted to explore um it, take that further so it's kind of like a um a non um it's you know in the near future right mm-hmm. in, in a sense and so i wanted to you know wanted to carry it forward to like a social breakdown so the city in this book, it is faced with, you know, budget crises and things like that. So it's police force has been halved and all that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. There's a company. I, I actually do economic geography. It's kind of my forte as mm-hmm. an academic. So I kind of brought some of that in. And in this book, the power company, um, the Great Lakes Energy Enterprises, or they, they routinely shut off power. And I kind of took this from, like, the water situation in Flint, mm-hmm. Michigan that took place a few years ago. Yeah. So in this case, I just switched it to power. So the power company is just pretty indifferent. There's a lot of poor people in Detroit. And so they just, if they're late in your payments, they just cut off your payments. I mean your your electricity. And so it's pretty cold in Detroit, right? And so yeah. the exactly. <laughs> so I have it make have it during the winter time. It's pretty brutal, cold snap. And so there's a spike in house fires as people turn to kerosene heaters, things like that. And so um and then you know, popular school teacher her family they die in a a fire and so people protest it turns this massive protest this the police kind of overreact because they're short-staffed and they want to protect the downtown where all Mm -hmm. these investments are taking place so they kind of hunker downtown create a fortress detroit and the rest of the city erupts in um um riots basically the police is kind of first the police actually overreact and and instigate things Mm -hmm. a bit uh and then it's it just kind of blows up from there and so yeah that's almost breakdown
0: uh, What um, I wrote in my second book, Cobalt, is almost pre-planned chaos to change how people live and how you control people. Yeah. You're talking about Detroit. That was the cradle of middle class. That's where the middle class started was Detroit. Absolutely. Yep.
1: Uh, yeah, and now of course, what's happening to the middle class now? You know, it happened in yeah. Detroit first, and now it's you know happening to the, to the whole country. So yeah. um, the so I, I don't have really have anything about control in this. It's more of a spontaneous, yeah. right ground ground mm-hmm. level. Um, just people are or their their lives are at stake at this point. They're freezing. They yeah. you know poverty is violence. So yeah. they they fight back in this book and. Uh, so the the rest of the state, Michigan, has to focus on trying to restoring order in in uh, Detroit. So militias then step up, but
0: only this part of <laughs> this part of Michigan, this part of Michigan's probably under-
1: <laughs> yeah, but 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 resource had to be brought in yeah. right. So police and the light come oh, in. Yeah, and yeah. So, yeah, so I have that. and it's so the National Guard gets called in, but they the main this I you know, of course, I do research the main rally point for the rapid reaction force of the Michigan mm. national guard is the Olympia armory in downtown Detroit, which is at the oh. heart of this Uh-oh. uprising. So they can't get there. And so right. the, so they're kind of, they're kind of caught, um, ineffectual. And so that's why the, the riots is kind of, it just builds and builds. And so they actually have to call in the army, the active duty army, mm-hmm. uh, to put kind of put down. And then, so in the book, I have a, with this going on in the army in in town, a couple of gangs are trying to use the lack of police to mm. attack the other, you know, to take over their territory. And,
0: oh yeah,
1: yeah. So it turns into a little bit of that, and then meanwhile you have this flood of people fleeing Detroit into Windsor, Canada. Um,
0: and Love then that it ends... place. <laughs> yeah, exactly
1: right. Uh, and then it ends with kind of the the start of friendship games, which completely shifts to the Middle East. Okay. So I wanted to That's talk cool. about. But the domestic, you know, domestic kind of mm-hmm. America is facing partisanship and things like that domestically. Yeah. And and then something erupts overseas. It's, that's what the. So you brought up something
0: like. interesting uh, mm-hmm. a second ago. I don't I don't know if everybody or a lot of people understand the amount of research that goes into a fiction book. Yeah. Right. I mean, you, you know, you know that from a nonfiction because it has to be historically correct and, you know, not too many deviations or whatever. A lot of research, but from a fictional perspective, how much time a writer spends on making something that, when you read it, you think you want to think that it's nonfiction, right? You want to yes. think that it's true yeah. or that it could be, and th- that's what you would do. Like when I when I look at things, I say, if I had this job, this is how I would want it to work, right? This yes. is the information that I would want to be able to glean to be able to do a better job. Or when I'm, uh, I'm writing a book now, it's, uh, it's got the Gerald R. Ford, uh, super mm-hmm. in it. So I'm doing a lot of research on that because I've never been in the Navy. I was in the Navy, you know, mess hall and uh, a galley. I'm going, holy cow, you know, uh, so, so how much research do you, do? what do you think from, from a time perspective? Like how long does it take you normally to write a book? And out of that, what do you think is just research?
1: Yeah. So I would say I would say research probably takes up the majority of the time, right? Because mm-hmm. I mean, I write, I start with an I so I kind of
0: and
1: I do outline. Yeah. Okay. I absolutely. And okay. I have I have an, a general, at least with Alta Road and Friendship Games, I had an ending sort of in mind. Yes. And and so I would piece together. So I had to work there to get there. But as the story unfolds mm-hmm. that yeah it's it's a, it's about the research that goes into so you funny you, you know Gerald R Ford in your new book uh, my my uh, friendship game starts with a Gerald R Ford class aircraft carrier oh, wow. sinking and blowing up and sinking in the Persian Gulf so oh my goodness the George W Bush of course which doesn't exist
0: yet right <laughs> right
1: so there's uh, some, some symbolism in that too, but yeah. um, so that w- that kicks off friendship games. But yeah, I, I would say uh, the majority of my time is research. I mean, I have to, I mean, you know, I think I draw from current events anyway, mm, geopolitics, too. right? And yeah. so, uh, so some of the research is kind of os- osmosis, right? Mm-hmm. Reading the news every day and just kind mm-hmm. of being aware of things like that. But no, I got to go back and like, you know, or I'll take an event. That happened, and I'll try and you know, bring it in to this, you know, story. To yeah, make it too. relevant, basically. I, yeah,
0: and I, uh, I don't outline per se. Well really okay. All. Yeah. Um,
1: well, when I say outline, I just like have bullet points and like. Yeah, you know, and I do yeah. that.
0: I'll be writing the book, and then I'll <laughs> oh, I going to put this in there a the bullet yeah. somewhere in that in the the manuscript, and I want to get you. back to okay. it.
1: Okay, I know exactly like, what you're talking about. Yeah.
0: <laughs> like the other day, I wrote a section, almost twenty-five pages at almost oh, yeah. at the end of the book almost i mean it was yeah because i said oh man i got this idea things pop in my head my wife was like where do you come up with this stuff like well i grew up yeah. in the 70s so yeah. uh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i agree you yeah. so know yeah i know about that some of the stuff but i'm surprised you know i don't i don't have you know suvs parked out of my house you know and yeah. like, where, where do you get this stuff you know no no! I will I a sergeant in the army, uh, but I, I I do like I, I like the I, but I do love the research aspect of it because you learn yeah. a ton. And oh yeah, absolutely. It helps out yeah. in parties when you start talking about stuff. And then all of a sudden, people walk off and be like, that, "That's in, you know. But, yeah, uh, it does that. So you you got your first book. Now you got your second. Yeah. Are you working on the third?
1: I am. I'm. I have an out general outline. This one. I don't know where it's going to go yet. I kind of, I mean, again, I have a general idea. Mm -hmm. Even with the even the ending in this one, I don't have it quite okay formulated just yet. So this is going to take me a little longer, I think. But I'm going to hopefully have it done by next year. Yeah,
0: I've got to get the beginning right, right. I've got to get okay. Yeah, I've got like this one I'm writing. I've written five beginnings. Yep, and finally got the one that's solidified to be able to continue writing and. And I'll go on a spurt. while wow. just right away. Right, yeah. right, See, right, yeah, I'm the right, opposite. You know? I got to yeah. get the ending.
1: And the ending oh. to me kind of creates the beginning. Yeah. But well, I've created,
0: <laughs> I've created like different endings from my books that I could put in other books. Because, oh, right. Yeah. Okay. I use some of the same, you know, main characters uh, in the books. But because uh, I've already written, I go, oh, can I use this? But I don't know. To me, like killing off a character is like, oh, I don't really want to do this. I mean, I'm gonna to have to go to the yeah. funeral. I mean, you know, all this stuff, right? But that's uh, it's interesting when you do that.
1: Yeah. So f- funny you mention that. So in uh, in Alta Road, I kill off a lot of people. <laughs> but uh, I actually saw I actually I read uh, Stephen King's book on writing, uh, and he has a whole section on he it he said like a famous quote by him is kill your darlings. Right. So that's his like Manta. just kill your <laughs> kill your dar- darling because it because you get too you get too attached. too involved with, att- attached yeah. To them yeah
0: yeah
1: and then it it prevents you from letting the story kind of tell itself in some cases he's so kill them yeah so uh, yeah so I don't give it away any but there's uh, some characters in this book awesome that I grew attached to and even I was like oh my gosh but I I have one character who was going to be like the main protagonist uh huh. And at some point, I was like, he's got to go.
0: <laughs> and yeah. the scene
1: came together. It's a shocking scene. I'm like, oh, my gosh, that's good. Sorry.
0: <laughs> I am like the cartoon. You know, I got the little angel on one shoulder, and I got the devil yeah. on the other. And I'm like, well, okay, what am I going to do? Yeah. And I haven't completely decided yet, but I do have an ending, if I do, Yeah, uh, already written. Uh he, you mentioned
1: book. something else, too, like uh, the funerals and things like that. Yeah. So uh, I kind of explored that a bit with, again, the first book, Altered. Mm-hmm. Where this is, these are Americans, right? And so yeah. there, there's a scene where these kids, you know, local kids, they, uh, this army, uh, Humvee is mm-hmm. kind of inches along into the neighborhood. And so they just bombard it with Molotov of cocktails. Oh, sure. Uh, it's, uh, the soldiers, they, you know, they have, they're kind of, they get out and they open fire because they're, you know, they're so they kill like three or four people. But these are Americans. And so the army, they, they flee because they're, you know, they, they mm-hmm. this but this but the neighborhood itself has to come out and deal with these, you know. Yeah. You know, it, so so many books or recent movies, people get killed all the time, and that's the last you see of them. There's no aftermath. Mm-hmm. So in this case, I'm like, I can't just leave. I gotta deal. This is a I got. they have families, they have friends, so I have to deal with that now. And you so do the closure. Yeah, yeah. And so it was yeah. actually uh yeah, it was poignant. But I think it was a good, you know. I think it was a good. It was a fun. I hate to say that fun scene. I mean, it's pretty, you know, dystopian. But it was, awesome it was fun to write. <laughs> it's, a,
0: it's you know, it's a, it's a fiction book. Yeah. So, um, your your third book you're writing. You started it or planning it it's yeah. gonna be about next year. Um, what do you do when you're when you're not writing, other than you know uh, grading folks' uh, papers? And yeah. so, what do you like to do?
1: Uh like like hobbies and stuff. Yeah. Okay. So um I uh when I was in the navy in Hawaii, uh I did like three years actually, and mm-hmm. we deployed and things like that. I worked I worked a lot of hours,
0: mm-hmm. and then so, it was time yeah. for me
1: to get out, and I had no I was still broke. because you know, as E? I was at E2 though, or E3. I'm sorry, E five. I was an E5 yeah. at that point. Okay, and so I could get a day job uh if I stayed right. in. So I, I ended up staying in for three more years, but I got to stay in Hawaii. So I'm like, damn it! I'm going to use this time. They the Navy used me. Damn it! I'm going to use the Navy now. And so oh. I went to school at night. Uh, As I that started my college career, going to school at night, I earned a, an associate degree actually in that three year mm-hmm. period. Uh, and I learned surfing when I was there. So, oh wow, to, yeah. So I picked up surfing, um, and I still do that now. It's one of my fun things to do here on the east. I'm on the eastern shore of Maryland, mm-hmm. so I I surf in Maryland, Delaware. Not I mean I'm not like these kids that shred and a lot. You know, it's right. I just, I just a big board long board and if I catch the ride I just you know, hunker down and <laughs> ride the wave <laughs> so, so I do that I I run if I if I can't surf and mm-hmm. um yeah that's pretty much it
0: <laughs> so I mean, outdoors yeah, uh, yeah. You start to stay active right I mean that's important yeah exactly I, I find that uh like I like to walk in the morning right okay and yeah. I'll I'll do you know a few miles or whatever and'll get back and i live in Texas so 90% of the time you can sit outside, you know, whether it's yeah the little jacket or whatever, but you can sit outside. So I go, I got a beautiful backyard. I go back there and sit. And that's when I like to write is after oh, okay, yeah. the walk. Yeah. Because what I do during that walk is I think of things. I'm, oh yeah. And I can write listening to music. So I write listening to music. Okay. And so I write, I, I, you know, I'll write, I'll sit down I'll, maybe an hour or 45 minutes or you know, whatever, and write. But then a lot, then in the rest of the day, I'll do some stuff. I kind of retired in August. Um, got bored in, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, uh, you know I, I got bored in uh, January. So my wife says, you got to find something to do. She works for the local <laughs> school district here in Allen. So I said, you know what? I don't want to work full time at all. I mean, I, I, don't, I don't need yeah. to. Why, why would I? So I was like, oh, I'll be a bus monitor. So I'm a bus monitor on a special uh needs bus. Oh, okay. So that's in the morning and afternoon. But it gives me time to get back. I do my walk, right that's the afternoon, you know. So it's it's it allows for my schedule, but I'm hanging out with some pretty cool kids that will they will just they'll make you laugh. I mean, they'll do some things, you're like, that is hilarious. Where how do you come up with this stuff, right? So it's interesting. So that's that's what I do. I like, but I like to stay in shape. I like to yeah. exercise um, because if you don't work yeah, your mind, yeah. you know it's going to be uh, yeah. Post by the time you're eight, you're oh, seventy. Or so something.
1: I, I also, if like surfing is only, you know, I'm lucky to get sixty yeah. days in or fifty oh, days yeah. in a year. So if I'm not doing that, I'll I'll run, and so and I run four or five miles, and that's that's when I, I think I don't like oh, wearing, yeah. I don't I don't wear earphones. I run mm-hmm. outside. I don't get I don't want to get run over, that's so why I don't wear earphones. <laughs> but I, <laughs> but I I think when I run, I and that's where my ideas come from.
0: Yes, it's it's
1: interesting listening to you talk though about your writing process because it's mine's a little different. Uh, I mean I think I think and I'll try and put down these I I'll jot down mm-hmm. these ideas like an outline, uh, and then. I don't I don't let myself go until I'm like, okay, I think I'm ready to go. And then I get right. in my writing mode.
0: And right. I'm like, I
1: gotta do a thousand thousand words today, a thousand words tomorrow. I'll try and get it to that mode, at least a thousand a day, yeah. uh, until this book is done. And that takes me probably three once I'm in writing mode, probably about three months. Yeah. Is when I I mean it takes longer than that because oh, I, don't, yeah, of course. I don't do that, right? I mean you know, as I might like right now, my you know, it's my i think i started on this book probably around january or february mm-hmm. uh but not actually writing yet still still working with an outline still thinking mm-hmm. about ideas and where this is going to go and the like i'm hoping to start uh i mean i have a couple oh, actually i will do some scenes i'll write a couple scenes yes. and then later i'll probably have to change them and, and the like but um I'm not. I'm not in the writing mode yet for the for book three, but um, I'll hopefully soon. Knock on wood. So yeah, I like
0: that you like said mode. So like, I did my. I wrote my first book. I started March the second of twenty twenty two.
1: Okay.
0: And I finished it at the end of April, twenty twenty.
1: Okay. Wow. Okay.
0: And then, uh, and then I started writing my second book. In May of that year, and I finished it in November, 2022. And then I started this one a couple times, a few times, and I really hunkered down in like April, May, and and where I'm at. And I wrote, you know, five pages yesterday. Nice, yeah. but But it's interesting because when you talk to a writer, just not all about the writing right? Yeah. It's about yeah. not only are you writing a book, but you're marketing a book already that you've written. So yep. you've got to be able to divide your time up from not just writing another book, but getting people to read your first or second book. That's yeah. That's what's important. So I spent a lot of time on that. What do you do from a marketing perspective?
1: Yeah. So uh, I came into this I wrote my book. So for my first book, actually, it, my first book, I think it was 2012 when I was like, mm-hmm. I'm going to write a book that I have this idea. And it wasn't until January, 20, 20, January 2017, like, mm-hmm. I'm going to do it. <laughs> so well, I've been you you know, kicking the idea. So yeah. then I sat down and I started to write this thing. And that still took me probably two years to write that book. Mm-hmm. So because uh, I mean, working full time and all this oh, that's tough. You, know, you work when you can you write when you can. But um, but yeah, so then the second book I think took me about a year, but no, but actually less than that. I think again, kicking around the idea, but then mm-hmm. once I, once I got into the mode, I think it was about three or four months. I was able to mm-hmm. knock that book out. Yeah. Maybe, maybe five or six months. Probably. That's probably more like it. Yeah.
0: Do you already um, know the title when you write it? You know uh, so
1: yeah, I do. I, well, not the title I end up <laughs> I have a title. Oh, working right. title. I usually yeah, have a working title. Yeah, 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 yeah. And in fact, that's important to me to have a title to start with because it helps me frame things, right? And yes. then later, as the book develops, like Alter Road actually was called Fall of Detroit. Sorry. Um, okay. Until I finished the book. And I'm like, Fall of Detroit is a good title, but who's going to want to read it if you're not from Detroit? So, right. and I think I had to, so I had to think about what's this book really about? And Alter Road. In fact, this is what got me started on on uh, this book in the, in the in the first place. There's a the Alta Road is the road is is the is the border between the borders again, the border between Detroit and Gross Point Park to the okay. north, okay. and which is very leafy and nice, and so mm-hmm. and so it's a very stark contrast between uh, you know, a densely packed suburb, economically vibrant, socially vibrant, culturally vibrant, and then Detroit. Which was is basically in free in free in free fall. Right. And right, so right, right. I mean, you can see the h- houses are just abandoned and mm-hmm. all this landscape right next to her. so it's probably the most um the strongest. I mean, it's like almost like a first world, third world type of mm-hmm. situation with that road there. So I hate to say that, but um right. it, that's but that's that that's stark. Um right. it, it reminds me actually of when I was in the Philippines, I was stationed in the Philippines for mm-hmm. six months and it was subic bay and so uh the subic bay was being in america and then you cross the bridge oh, and yeah. you're, in, you're in Olongapo, you know deeply poor yep. uh philippines right at the time anyway i'm sure it's, it's gotten better i hope but right. uh, you know shanty towns and things like that just across the uh the river there so um so it's not quite that bad Sorry, <laughs> right, 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 <laughs> right. right. but uh it, but it's pretty stark anyway mm-hmm. for america so that's what so that's when, like okay that's what this book is about and so that okay. became the, title. The second book was I had the title um Red Glare, which mm-hmm. is kind of a I don't know, I guess a good name for a you know political thriller or mm-hmm. geopolitical you know, war a th- war book. But just as the book kind of was coming together, I'm like this this came right out of the pages. There's a there's a um basically a international friendship games is held between mm-hmm. Iraq and Iran and that kind of used as a ruse for bad things <laughs>
0: oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. i actually you know yeah. can see that uh, if, if certain factions become into power yeah. right? In so Iraq.
1: yeah so what i i guess i'll talk about this this guy a little bit because yeah uh blaine Pardo. I, I don't know if you know blaine yes uh he's he he has a podcast too and we talked about friendship games he he interviewed me for altar road and he he lived in detroit for many years uh, so he he liked that. but then when he read this one he, he's he's basically telling people forget Alta Road start with this guy because <laughs> it's uh just it, it starts off it's is much fast paced. and Alta Road was my first novel and so um I, and I I'm a I'm an academic so I think it's mm. a little it reads more academic I think mm-hmm. right, so, <laughs> so I'm like, I might I think people have a hard time getting into that unfortunately. Mm. Okay. but um uh so this one so I learned a lot of what not to do. With Alter mm-hmm. Road, still a good book. I mean, get you know, if you want to, you oh, know, yeah. but it might be it might be better start with Friendship games and then go back if you're mm-hmm. spike fine, right? Okay. But when it comes to marketing, that was not something I was prepared to do. So it's tough. When came out, yeah, when the book came out, I'm like, all right, and
0: crickets. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, so, it's uh, important. Yeah. It's crazy. I I, yeah. I I started the podcast because I didn't know what I was doing, and yeah. I thought, well, yeah. why not talk to people that have done it? Uh, and then the, I maybe yeah. can help somebody that wants to do it yeah. and doesn't know, um, you know, about writing books. Because every every time I talk to an author, I learn something, right? Yeah. And I said, okay, now how how to get that out, or um, you you give uh, you know you can give it some advice at the same yeah, time.
1: I, I did not. I mean, I just didn't realize that it really falls on the author to. Get get their book out and get mm. you know. I just thought that was what publishers do, but apparently not. <laughs> and that's true for I mean, maybe It's so, same for yeah. literary agents. I mean, they do like Defiance Press does. Right. But uh, you know, I mean, they're you know they they they're. I mean, it's not a national or you know, you know what I don't mean. It's not. Uh, yeah, yeah. You still, it's still. I don't think. I don't, I don't. think it matters who your publisher is. You still got to put the legwork in to get your
0: book You've marketed, get known, in and out you get, there. You yeah. Get reviews. Yeah. Uh, yeah. From views of people that are maybe yep. in the business or uh, uh you know so celebrities I, or whatever.
1: I, I did nothing with Alta Road. I really didn't. Um mm-hmm. I was lucky to sell sell some books. I think of maybe, I mean, I don't know, I think about fifty, maybe
0: mm-hmm.
1: I mean in the over the couple of years, maybe a hundred. Right. So uh, so that was you know that I'm okay with that. Um but friendship games, uh I you know, when I finish, it, I'm like, "This is good, damn it! <laughs>
0: I need to I'm really get it out. I'm
1: I need get to get out. this guy out there." Yeah, so I'm doing my best this time. I I sent copies. Uh, I'm like, how, "What do I? How do I do this?" And I mm. explored. I did a little bit of research, and uh, I'm doing what i you know what I can. Right. Um, uh So one of the things I did, and nothing's come of this yet, but maybe it will. Hopefully, it will. Like you mentioned, celebrities. So. I looked up like people that are experts in Iran, like mm-hmm. uh, think tanks and things like that, yeah. or geopolitics. Mm-hmm. So not not like not like uh, Fareed Zakaria, you know the top names, You're right? Right, right? Right? They're not gonna, yeah, they're busy. They're not gonna, right? Exactly. So, uh, but I'll I'll find people that have been on like the Glenn Beck show or mm-hmm. on this show, right. And so I'll, uh, yeah. that aren't necessarily celebrities. So right. I'll I sent it to them, you know, think tanks and things like that with their name on it, but also like you know, like, uh, I don't know, I'll use, you know, uh, some, you know, director or whatever mm-hmm. and staff, right. So I put mm-hmm. and staff. And so I right. sent the book and I actually got a couple emails back saying, thank you. I'm going to read it, you know?
0: And, oh, awesome. Yes, yeah, so that's and pretty I cool. Tra- yeah. I haven't tried that. Glenn Beck's around the neighborhood. I think I might drop one off at his office. <laughs> yeah. Cool. I, I, okay. I, I don't mind to do the leave behind. Um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've, I've done different things. I've done Facebook ads, not a fan. Me neither. Uh, you I, don't know, I Twitter think... ads. Uh, yeah, I've done some advertising on Amazon long term. You know, we'll see. Uh, okay, book giveaways on good good reads. I've done that. haven't done that yet. I haven't done that yet. Done that. Done that
1: yet.
0: Okay, and, and, and is you know, that actual send real copies? I right? you know, send copies. Yeah. I want to start a newsletter because what I've done in the book, in the next, the first book, Flames of Deception, is there were individuals. You know three individuals or four mm. four individuals and over the over the course of the book they coalesce into a team and out of that okay. team yeah. at the end yeah. they're called they get the name team Tex Arcana okay and there's a reason why okay so I thought well I think that team needs to have a persona of their own right I mean yeah. I, I have logos you know of Team Tex Arcana right? oh cool yeah yeah, so I want to I want to do that. They have their own Facebook page, Chronicles of Team Arcana, right? Oh, I
1: so see. It's more interactive. Yes. That's awesome. And then eventually,
0: yeah. I'll have a newsletter that will come out monthly, but it's, I haven't figured the name out yet, but it's going to be something like, you know, secret stuff. And then I carry yeah. that team through <laughs> to the second book. Okay. And like you, you can read them independently. They're not sequels, or they stand okay. alone, but it's the yeah. same, might have the same characters, same as the third book. Because I want people to say, "Oh, you know, what Will or Kim or Lucy or, you know, yeah. who's in this book or what are they doing?" And you know, what are the, they have those no pictures because they're spies, right? They're, okay. So they going to be silhouettes. So they're, they're oh, they cool. right? Yeah. And about them, so a little persona, a little marketing kind of different yeah. thing. Um, what well, I I do the podcast, I do book signings, like at Kroger.
1: How
0: really? How'd that go? Good. I mean, you know, I figured, okay, let's say I let's see I'm in a am been there maybe six hours, you know, but they put me right in front of like beer or chips. I'm like, oh man, I'm just hungry. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> yeah, like ah you know, uh, so if, if I sell like 11 12 books, I'm like, dang, that's pretty good because I don't know in a library somebody selling 11, 12 books of one book yeah. at a time. Let's that's, that's the authors there, right? Yeah. Um uh, so then. I, I like I have real places in the book. Uh like one place yeah. is in uh my son lives in northern Virginia. So we go out there and see him all the time. And uh in Centerville, there's a place called Eavesdrop Brewery. Mm-hmm. Beer Garden, yeah. fantastic place. That place is in my book because that is a place where the team goes and decompresses after yeah. the so yeah, I did yeah. book. I did a book signing there last October. I plan on doing one this October. It draws people <laughs> in there that wouldn't normally go. Yeah, like, and I help them, and they're allowing me to promote my book. Uh, so yeah, I, 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 try, I try different things. I do like TikTok. Like uh, you know, I, I do. I, I take my books everywhere, and what I'll do is I'll, bo- okay. I'll put them somewhere, and take a picture, and say, "Where, where, where are I buying?" or um, uh, all right, all right. <laughs> uh, product placement i'll do a, a video of uh, grilling but i'll do product placement for the books you know i'm not talking about the book right? yeah it's all okay. these things yeah. that i want to try to subliminally you know somebody buy it whether it works yeah yeah you know, I don't know. well we fun. we have a
1: we have a barnes and noble not too far from here and all my friends like you gotta go there and do it. i don't uh, you know, is that, you, can, you can. What you do? They do is that? Go, in yeah. there,
0: go in there, talk yeah. to the manager. Okay. Your book has to be available online or they can yeah. order it. Well, I'm sure they, can. The yeah, they press can. can. They can order it.
1: It's on their website, even. Yeah. So. And they'll give you the a name of a, yeah.
0: of a marketing somebody somewhere, right? Uh, I think they're out of Michigan. <laughs> and they, you, just, you can book it and do an author signing there. I'm going. So so that's possible. Uh, so Friendship Games is, is
1: new, it just came out. Right. Um, And the you know beginning March. So, um, and I'm a you know I'm an academic, so summers are my time to do Mm -hmm. this. So I'm I'm definitely going to do that. Reach out to them. I mean, uh, I'm definitely going to local
0: library. Look, go to local library. We have a good one here. Yeah. Where I live, they have author or uh, authors on stage. So I went up there. I mean, it was I booked it like you know six months in advance, but I went on stage and I talked about my books. And they recorded okay. it. Now yeah. now it's on YouTube.
1: Okay. So I put, oh, up part wow. of my channel. People yeah. go and
0: look at it. Okay. Anything. Well, uh, you give me ideas. Promote, yeah. Well, <laughs> Thank it, you. Hopefully <laughs> they all work. Uh, is that Because I believe it's, you know, they, they have your know, hashtag writer community. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay. R- yeah. R- yeah. Right. Yeah. I've seen. Yeah. And I, uh, I am active on Twitter and I also have a, have a nice website. Um, yeah. So, and I, so I'll, I'll write a blog. It has a blog too. And I do notice. My my visiting you know is mm-hmm. is up is high, so um, so I'm I am selling more of friendship games than I did of Walter Road, and it's oh, you course. know, but it's but it's not uh, it's here and there.
0: Right. So well, I mean, but, I think that's but, you know what I found out is very successful authors, unless you like know them. Good luck. Yeah, you know, yeah,
1: not yeah, there. yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think that's true. Yeah, that's and that, so that kind of brought me to a point where like after off the road was was met with crickets (laughs) like i'm already starting on this one do i and i like do i do i want to do this this is hell yes this takes a lot yeah well i write for me i write for myself right
0: yeah it's
1: it's an i'm an audience of one is if i is so and i and i imagine there are people like me that like the stuff i like and so maybe they'll they'll find it and uh yeah so um i think i have I don't know, you know, as a geography, you know, big picture mm-hmm. guy, I think I have a perspective that, um, I don't know, people might find interesting. I hope again, yeah, not I, kind of I, uh,
0: yeah. when I, when I do research from my book, I actually go on, you know, maps and yeah, Google Earth and uh, AH, yeah. the highway AH coming out of Azerbaijan yeah. into Iran. Right. Oh, yeah. Where yeah. is the border uh, town? I yeah. All of it's real.
1: Yes. Yeah. I do you the know, same you thing. Look yeah. at this. Because yeah. I, yeah.
0: To me, when I read a book, but when the stories are like they're fiction, I have to tell people yeah. they're fiction, yeah, they start freaking out. Um, oh, yeah, same here, same here. like, or well, is this real? Like, not no,
1: yeah, relax, all <laughs> right, all
0: right, right. Well, guard, I mean, it uh, what we'll, we'll talk about friendship games a little bit, and uh, okay, we'll kind of close it out, but go ahead,
1: okay, yeah, back so
0: up. Is, it's all about yeah, you uh, <laughs>
1: uh, selling your books. I appreciate that. So, there's yeah. friendship games, uh, so friendship. Thank you. <laughs> Friendship Games um, is, it, it kind of, it, so the, again, the first book was you know, about this kind of insurrection mm-hmm. in uh, Detroit. And and in the middle of that, there's an aircraft carrier that blows up and sinks in the Persian Gulf. And so okay. it, everything shifts up to that, to, to there, right? So it begins with a, an explosion of an aircraft carrier um, off the coast of Bahrain in the middle of the Persian Gulf. Uh and this is kind of a USS Maine situation right so um for i'm sure your listeners are very familiar with that but just in case not uh the USS Maine was a battleship that um a, that escorted a, a group of diplomats from DC down to um, Havana uh Cuba to to kind of negotiate a ceasefire between Spanish, uh, you know, Spanish uh, soldiers there. There was a, there was basically a, there was basically a Cuban war of independence at the time, and right. so we were trying to negotiate that. And the the ship blew up and sank in Havana Harbor, and America accused Spain of sabotage, and so that would actually kick off the Spanish American War. So remember um, the main,
0: remember, remember the main. exactly
1: it was the big campaign, right? <laughs> to start the war, right? And yeah. so yeah, exactly that was in eighteen ninety eight. So um, that so. Uh years later, decades later, actually it was about I think about five or ten years ago from now, there was a uh team of divers that went down there like forensics, and they um the, the ship's still there in Havana Harbor, and they co- they concluded that it was probably the boiler that blew up, that it probably wasn't sabotage, because those oh, ships wow. were kind of that's what happened in those in those days, right? So um, you know, Similar kind of to was, the
0: uh, Gulf of Tonkin incident that kind yeah. of got us into the Vietnam War more. Yeah,
1: that uh, one was more staged, <laughs> like yeah. red flag type of yeah. situation. This one was yeah. more of a probably an accident. Yeah, yeah. But, but um, it, you know, <laughs> it was passions were high, and so sure. we ended up going to war. So that's kind of what happens here. the the The, the aircraft carrier blows up and sinks, um, uh, and so well, it doesn't blow up. I mean, it doesn't sink right away, but it's a you know yeah. blows up, and they anyway it sinks um and given the the years of the decades of brinkmanship uh that iran has displayed and in, in hostility between the united states and iran um the united states is like pretty 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 adamant that iran has got mm-hmm. to be behind this right mm-hmm. so um in the middle of so the aircraft blows up and so there's rescue operations in the middle of the rescue operations i have this Um, there's a, there's an organization called the Islamic front of Bahrain. They're supported and funded by it's terrorist group supported by, uh, by Iran. Uh, and they were actually given a mission to attack the Navy base there. Um, like a a, a car bomb or something. Right. And the America, the United States, this is kind of comes through the book. America, United States kind of intercepted They knew something was up. And so they put the aircraft carrier there to, you know, for readiness right so iran aborts the mission right this they abort they tell this guy you know, this imam who's in charge of these young mm-hmm. people that he had, he had corralled into this group uh, abort the mission so he came up with this you know uh you know he, to placate these zealots right yeah, you yeah. know we we can't attack you know but there will be a sign from allah <laughs> so that's that yeah. will be a sign and that's so when the aircraft carrier blows up you're like that's got to be the sign so he he can't he doesn't really he can't control them. So there's an oh, attack. Wow. Yeah, so there's a terrorist attack. It's so a United States is really really adamant that Iran is mm-hmm. behind this because this rogue terrorist group uh attacks the main gate of the of this base, right? So um Iran Which is the
0: fleet headquarters or yes, I the, think the, the fifth fleet. Fifth, fifth fleet. That's right. The fifth fleet, yeah. yeah so yeah. the um I have
1: this admiral, uh Iranian admiral. Mm-hmm. He uh he's a bit paranoid. So he's um I don't give away too much but he had he like suffers from insomnia. They don't give so a plot he, away.
0: Yes. Yeah, so he read uh, the book.
1: Right, right. So he uh he he's kind of addicted to uh opium. <laughs> but anyway, but he's so he's a little bit paranoid. But he um also is, is a brilliant kind of strategist and he sees mm-hmm. that this is America's he sees a, a war coming. Mm-hmm. and he sees that um they need to act first they did they need to do so i kind of draw on historical events like the us's Maine in the skins for mm-hmm. one um the six-day war in iran i'm sorry in israel in 1967 mm-hmm. is that 67 i think so um in which they got wind of an a, a, you know an impending attack by the arab the arabs the arab neighbors syria they annihilated they annihilated yeah so they <laughs> so they did a, a preemptive strike and then yeah. exactly. Uh, and so that's what Iran does in this case. They basically like they, the idea is they want to deny the space for America. You know, during the Gulf War, you know, it took six months or so. The United States built up, built and built up these oh, yeah. forces. And then we went into Kuwait, right? right. So, any any new war in the Middle East won't take that long because we have pre-positioned materials that are actually mm-hmm. in Kuwait, for example, mm-hmm. um, and I, that, I talk about that in the book too. But there's still some time. You know, we have to build our forces up, so um, they they want to deny that space from which the United States can bring soldiers in. So that basically, they um, one of the things that they do. Um, he writes basically this admiral, uh, writes this kind of white paper and Mm -hmm. and Iran basically follows it to the letter. Right. So the, um, so they, they have some tricks up their sleeve. They, you know, Iraq. So I I I try to educate people as well. I mean, I, I think that's kind of my responsibility bit. Right. So about geography and the like, uh, so I talk about Iraq a little bit, you know, Iraq and I talk about how you know if you look at a map, there's Iraq. I mean, it's got borders, neat, neat lines, and there's Baghdad, and there's right there's cities. But Iraq really is three different countries on the ground. And, in, and the reason it's one
0: the reason it's is because yeah. when Britain yep. went in there, they you they put all just like in Yugoslavia, Tito went yep. in there and put all these Iranians together yeah. under force, and when he was yep. gone, religious uh religion yeah. took over. And that's why it broke in and you had the Balkan Wars yep. and everything. Yep. Same with and I, uh, the and I, Middle and I talk East. About same with this. Africa.
1: Yep. And I talk about that in friendship games. I kind of lay out and you know, very brief and to the point. So it's not a, you know, I'm I'm not preaching or anything. But um there is, you know, it's I talk about that because uh yeah, Iraq is kind of a remnant of the British the British Empire. I mean, yeah. they, they never really controlled Iraq, right. but they did, but they did uh they influence like you, they did exactly. So they did carve out Kuwait, right? So that was that was a British protectorate. So um so Iraq really is Kurdistan to the north they've been de facto independent pretty much since the first Gulf mm-hmm. war. Um there's the sunnis uh Sunni Arabs mm-hmm. which is mostly Baghdad and west and then mm-hmm. there's the Shia Arabs which Iran is the cultural heart of the Shia Arabs and that's right. Basra in the south and also the the, the southern half of, of Baghdad. So mm-hmm. um in this in the book the governor of Basra is basically um kind of corralled into tehran they agreed to have a friendship games so um of you know soccer players and athletes like amateur and professional there's actually a bridge a very nice bridge that is called the friendship bridge Mm -hmm. right that is in bag that doesn't exist but it's in the book right Right. um and so actually uh anyway so um they're going to celebrate the opening of this bridge and this is kind of like a little green man situation like in ukraine Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar with that. So uh, in Crimea, Russia sent in special forces without uniforms and insignia. And so they, mm-hmm. they pretended to be local insurgents. Right. Yeah. So Iran kind of does that with the governor of, of, you know, Iraq or of, of Basra. He's, you know, he's in their pocket. Yeah. Right. He's, I mean, he, they, they kind of control him anyway. Okay. So they come in they're mostly soldiers. Meanwhile, America's planning its invasion and, um, from you give the plot away, right? So from Kuwait, they they basically <laughs> blitzkrieg down to take out these bases that are that would be the the rally points for American, yeah. And okay. so and then things go badly from there <laughs> for right, both sides.
0: Yeah. That sounds like yeah. a war. Uh, it excellent. is. Excellent. It's a
1: war book. Yeah,
0: <laughs> fictional. Yeah. Um, exactly
1: right, but not implausible. Very plausible. Right.
0: Right. Yeah. So where no, can everybody a, so, go ahead?
1: Yeah. So um yeah. So it's available on Amazon, yeah. uh Barnes and Noble, anywhere you books a million, anywhere you get your book, you can find it there. You'll probably have to order it though. Um, okay. but it's available, like I said, it's Audible, it's in Kindle, so it's it's it is available. One of the things I say at the end of the the back here is that this book is a warning, right? So and the reason I say that is because um, I, I also tweeted this the other day. you've heard like in the, in the Spanish-American war is referred to as a splendid little war by a, a diplomat. So it's kind of a famous right. quote. Right. Yeah. So, um, and the first Gulf War was kind of a splendid little war, too. But yes. all wars end badly, actually. Um, yeah. The the splendid little war actually turned into the Philippine insurgency, which is another five or 10 years of warfare. Right. So yeah. that wasn't so clean. And yeah. the, the Gulf War did not end cleanly. You've got the Kurds in the north and the no fly zones and the uprising oh, yeah. and buzz. Right? So it was a, you know, kind of a mess. Yeah. So, um, but also the, you know, with the most recent wars, In Iraq and in Afghanistan, you know, the those I think those wars, those kinds of wars, might be in the past because Mm -hmm. of the proliferation of technology and weapons. Mm -hmm. Um, So on my cover is our missiles. Mm -hmm. So North Korea has the capability to reach the United States with ballistic missiles. There's the proliferation of that. So I know Iran's interested in buying Mm -hmm. things like that. They are on the verge of possibly creating a nuclear Right, nuclear weapons. Mm-hmm. Um, so they have they have missile technology too in, in Israel. I'm sorry, in well, Israel, yeah, but but uh, yeah, Iran. Oh, of course. So, oh, yeah. so I I don't think we can get into a war with a country like Iran today without there actually being, you know, you know, without us actually being impacted here in Conus, right, in the homeland. Oh, yeah. In the in
0: the well, in, you know, yeah, in America. that's probably true. They they got yeah. So when you look at uh... Capabilities, right? Yeah. Yeah. Manned, unmanned, uh oh yeah, space Jerome, space, space yeah, based. That's right. Yes. Uh sub subsurface yeah. based. Uh, yep. everything. So what what uh, what's your website? Twitter, LinkedIn, all yeah. that stuff.
1: So uh I have a website, uh markjamesauthor.com or authormarkjames.com. So these are the same place. Yeah. Um my Twitter account is um uh author Okay. Or Mark James Author. It's one of those. <laughs>
0: okay. <laughs>
1: uh, my Facebook is Mark James Author. I think it's Mark James Author. Yeah. So okay. Mark James Author is my uh, Twitter account. Mark James Author on Facebook. Mark James Author on Threads now as well. So I, I have pretty active Mark James Author on in- Instagram and um, Mark James at li- LinkedIn. So I'm always Excellent. different. Yeah, so, and I'm, I'm pretty active in most of those. Yeah. Feel free to contact me as well. Shoot me an email. So Mark James. Mm-hmm author at gmail.com as well. Um, feel free to leave comments and a like. Okay. Yeah, I love interacting with uh, with people and readers and the like. Yeah, I like to, I
0: like to talk to people yeah. who read the book and, yeah. and and hear their perspective on it.
1: Yeah, I'll I'm take sure. even critiques even. You yeah, know, that's fine too. <laughs>
0: well, it is what it is. Yeah, exactly. Well, right? <laughs> well, it's been great Mark talking to you. Uh, no, I appreciate again, it. Folks, Thank you. Check out his books. Um, both of them don't have to read in order but uh you might want and to read the fir- second to figure out now the f- yeah, first going re- can be curiosity.
1: yeah i recommend exactly i i do recommend i mean the author is fine it's especially if you're an academic you'll you might yeah. want to start with that but um friendship games i think is is more you know, it's just it's, it's it's more of a kicks off with a bang and it's it's fast paced it's it's um it's an action okay. pretty much non-stop uh it was a fun really really fun book to 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 write actually i got to say um, okay. once, once I got going, it's like, this is, I can't stop. This is, the, yeah. So it was just a fun going. book. Yeah. That's yeah, what I exactly. To folks
0: so. Well, great. Yeah. It's been great uh, meeting and talking to you. Yeah. Uh, same here. I
1: appreciate you inviting me on and I appreciate it. It's
0: nice to meet you. <laughs> yeah. So thanks for being on author. Eke. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Thank you very much. Thank you. Right. Take care. Bye. Thank you for listening to author. Eke. There'll be another episode next week. Please stop by and start your own story. We can't wait to hear it.